It's the show that I know you guys have been waiting for. Let's predict Jaden Rashada's stance and why he could be a breakout freshman for the Sun Devils on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, wherever you're getting your podcast, make sure you hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications to get an update whenever we post new content and stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. And again, a special shout out to my everydayers who are here every day. All right. I know you guys have been waiting for this one. Maybe, maybe the whole time. Maybe when we first started the series a couple of weeks ago, talking receivers, maybe it was just this week when we started doing quarterbacks. But I know that Jaden Rashada is the talk of the town. I know this is the one that everyone would have been most excited about. What's this freshman going to do? He's a highly regarded four star. He is somebody that was a prized possession of this recruiting class. He is somebody that fits everything that Kenny Dillingham is looking for in a quarterback. What could he possibly do as a freshman? Now, setting those goals was a lot more difficult than I thought it was going to be. And there's a very good chance that as we're going through this episode, I am second guessing myself. Let's start with this. Jaden Rashada's upside is through the roof. Not just athletically, where he's going to be the most accomplished runner of the two quarterbacks that we have previously talked about with Trenton Borgay and Drew Pine. Jaden Rashada dances circles around those guys as a runner. He is he is going to be a dual threat for this team. Maybe not in year one. Maybe it's down the road. But I do firmly believe that Jaden Rashada is going to become a very, very good weapon for the Sun Devils as a runner. As a passer, he's got a big arm. And I think that this is a dude who can make some big-time throws. From here, it's just going to be a matter of developing him properly. Because this isn't a guy who was completing, you know, 70-plus percent of his passes at high school. This isn't a guy who was also, like, sub-50%. But it's going to be a learning curve going from, high school where he dominated everyone to power five football. It's not going to be an easy transition for him. We could see him struggle with that a little bit in year one and then develop down the road or who knows, maybe he comes out and he's just a super safe passer and dunks underneath, which might affect his passing yards and whatnot, which we'll get into in just a second. But there's, there's a lot of factors that are coming into play here and there's a lot of unknown that's going on with Jaden Rashada. Like he's really, really exciting from the prospect itself of him coming into this program, but also for what he represents. He represents the future of this program. He represents Kenny Dillingham. This is, this is the guy that when we look back on Kenny Dillingham in five years in 10 years in 20 years, no matter whether he's with the organization or not, when we look back at Kenny Dillingham, Jaden Rashad is going to be one of the first players that comes to mind for the Kenny Dillingham era. This was his dude, handpicked, 
the supposed face of the program for the next three, maybe four years. We'll see when we get there. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But without further ado, let's go ahead and start predicting stats, and then we'll get more into my thoughts towards the end of the podcast. So starting off with the passing yards, this is so interesting to me because this offense could be very explosive and throw a ton, a ton, a ton of yards. But at the same time, I just can't buy into the Sun Devils throwing for 250 to 300 yards per game on an average. They will have those big games. Of course they will. This is an explosive offense, but I just don't know that I believe in it to be consistent. And because of that, I think that there's a pretty nice upside here for Jaden Rashada, but I also think there's a significantly lower outcome that could come out of this for Rashada. So in a best case scenario, I'm going to go with 2,900 yards, 2,900 yards. I think this would be a situation where Jaden is just really, really able to get the absolute most out of his weapons. He's got a million of them. I don't need to talk about them on this podcast because I talk about them all the time. But there is plenty, plenty of guys for Jaden Rashada to throw to. And if he's able to grow in this offense the way that we're hoping and anticipating that he'll be able to, he should be able to throw for really close to 3,000. Now, if he if he dominates, then... Sure, I could see more than 3,000 yards, but keep in mind, guys, if the Sun Devils are only playing 12 games this year, 2,400 yards is 200 yards a game. That's 200 yards a game at 2,400 yards. I'm predicting him with more than that. I'm predicting him just about a a little more than 250 yards a game because 2,800 would be 250. There's a little more than that. You take that every single Saturday, every single Saturday. That is great production. So, no, it's not 4,000. I get it. It's not easy to throw 4,000 yards. So, take it for what it's worth, I suppose. But 2,900 yards be a very successful year, especially in year one for Jaden Rashada. Now, the low side, I just don't know that I see any of these quarterbacks throwing for less than 2,000 yards. I think that there's that possibility for a quarterback to go under 2000. If there was a quarterback to do it, I would probably go with Jaden Rashada because he's just so raw and unknown. But with that being said, I am going to flat 2000 here for my lowest. To me, this is a situation where Jaden Rashada is checking down the ball a lot and he's not unlocking the deep ball with some of the weapons they have to stretch the field. This shows me that Jaden Rashada isn't at that level as a passer that many are hoping he's already going to be at. And that's okay that he's not at that point yet. He doesn't need to be at that point yet. We need to understand that this is a quarterback that's probably going to need some time, as would be the case for almost any freshman quarterback, short of like Arch Manning, who is also looking like he might need some time to develop at Texas. There's almost no quarterbacks that go into their freshman year and just dominate. It's few and far between. 
Rashad is no different. So understand that a 2,000-yard season isn't necessarily bad. It's just a learning curve. My overall prediction, though, I'm going to go with 2,400 yards. I kind of went back and forth here with 24 to 25, maybe even 2,600. I'm going to go with 2,400, averaging 200 yards a game. He's going to have some games with less than 200 yards. He's going to have some games with more than 250. He's going to have a very healthy learning curve of the season. If he is able to play all 12 games and start all 12 games, I think 2,400 is a very fair number. I think that that's a really good ballpark for where we would start to measure his uh, his development. Like if this is a player that is definitely going to be a future superstar, I think you would look for about that 2,400-yard mark show that he's around that 200 yards per game average. I think that would be a really good indication of whether or not Jaden Rashada has arrived as a passer or whether he's got a long ways to go as a passer. Take your first swing at Major League Baseball and FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount and bonus bets up to $200. That's right, just bet 20 bucks, And you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's $200 you can spend on everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run, all in an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid Instantly, there's no better place to bet on Major League Baseball than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. And shout out to the everydayers who are here every day. Make sure that you guys tune in next week. As camp is getting very, very close, we're going to start breaking down positional battles a little more in detail. We're going to talk about some storylines heading into camp. You guys want to make sure that you're staying in touch with everything Sun Devils by subscribing to Locked on Sun Devils. Let's go to the touchdowns and the interceptions. This is where it's going to be a bit dicey. Looking at the high upside compared to the low downside, if you will. There is, as I have mentioned with these other guys, too many weapons to not have at least a decent passing touchdown season. Now, in a worst case scenario, of course, it's going to be low, but that's why it's a worst case scenario. But the bottom line is no matter who the starting quarterback is, whether it's Borgay, whether it's Pine, or Rashada. These guys should be able to get into that 20 passing touchdown range. I just, if they weren't in it, unless they just did not turn the ball over, I would be a little disappointed. You know, if, if they came out, like, let's say Jaden Rashada throws 15 touchdowns, you're going to be disappointed with that. But if you tell me he only threw three interceptions, Okay, well, that's a building block. We can we can move on with that. This is more true for Jaden Rashada than it is for Drew Pine and Trenton Borgay because Pine and Borgay are seasoned veterans. Borgay's in a senior season. Drew Pine's a redshirt junior. You, you have higher expectations for them than you will Jaden Rashada. You will take a 15-3 season out of Jaden Rashada. You would be very, very happy with that. So that being said, I think a best case scenario, probably 25 touchdown passes. And keep in mind, Arizona State hasn't had a quarterback throw 
20 or more touchdown passes in a long time. I've brought that up. I'm pretty sure every podcast this week, I'm pretty sure I've brought that up every day. I know I've brought it up more than once. If he threw 25 touchdowns, holy cow, as a freshman, that would be nuts. That would be absolutely bonkers. And of course it makes sense when you have Elijah Badger, when you have Jalen Conyers, right? You expect you're going to get 10 to 15 touchdowns between those two by themselves. Then you have the rest of the cast of guys. This could be a really good offense. And if Jaden Rashada is able to reach the pinnacle of his upside, then I think this is going to be a very special kind of offense and a very special quarterback and a very high upside, high octane, high scoring kind of team. 25 touchdown passes would be phenomenal. You would take that from any of the three starting quarterbacks. Now, keep in mind, I said Drew Pine's best case scenario was 22 touchdowns. So yes, I am saying Jaden Rashada has a higher ceiling than Drew Pine as a, as a quarterback passing touchdowns. I think that there is higher potential there for Jaden Rashada than there was for Drew Pine. Call me crazy, if you will. Now, with that being said, I think the lowest I can go. Now, I feel like 10 touchdowns is just impossible when you look at the weapons here. As long as they develop, as long as they develop, which there's no reason to believe they won't. Absolutely none. Jalen Conyers and Elijah Badger should be superstars this year. The rest of the guys should be able to contribute as well. But fewer than 10 touchdowns feels impossible for any of these quarterbacks. Even Jaden Rashada, who we're expecting, is going to need time to develop. I decided to go with 13. And again, this feels really low. I feel like he'd be closer to 15 touchdowns in a worst case scenario. But again, the the absolute lowest that I would go would be 13 touchdown passes. And I truly don't believe that that is going to be what happens here, which is why my prediction is 20 touchdowns, which again, that's a very successful season. It's the first quarterback in how long to throw 20 touchdown passes in a season. I feel like you would be between that 17 to 20 range for a prediction for Jaden Rashada to throw touchdowns. I think a lot of what's going to happen for Rashada in the touchdown department should be coming off of the weapons he has. Rashada, as long as he can get the ball in the zip code of Jalen Conyers, that man's coming down with it. As long as he's able to get in the zip code of Elijah Badger, he can make the acrobatic catch. He's just got to give these guys the opportunity. And if he does, he's going to score touchdowns. 20 touchdowns, my prediction. Let's look at the interceptions. I think the absolute best season here would be five interceptions. You would definitely have some boneheaded plays, right? You would have some of those head scratching, what the heck are you doing kind of throws. So those are going to happen. I don't think there's any avoiding that, but he still could potentially really cut those down and maybe limit them. Who knows? Maybe he throws a bunch to start the year and then just really cools off towards the end of the year. But five interceptions feels like the best case scenario here 
honestly, this feels like the best case scenario, even if he is kind of a check down king and he's not really throwing the ball a lot. I just think that you're not going to have seasons where guys are throwing fewer than five interceptions on a consistent basis, no matter how little you're throwing the ball. I mean, unless you're doing like triple option kind of stuff, you just aren't going to have those kind of seasons. I think a worst case scenario, probably 13 interceptions. I think that double digits is definitely within that realm of possibilities here. And I think that if Rashada truly struggles, like I just said, he could, but like, if you exacerbate that and you say that he's going to make a lot of bad decisions and he's going to force a lot of footballs, that's where your worst case starts to come in. Those double digits are going to start looming there and you potentially have a situation where you're throwing into the teens or maybe even higher. Like I wouldn't rule out if he was bad, I wouldn't rule out like 15 interceptions. It's just going to be a learning curve. That being said, my prediction, I'm definitely going on the lower end. I'm going seven interceptions. Call me biased if you will. I think that Rashada is going to be able to take care of the football. I still think that this is going to be a quarterback that makes some bad throws. I think this is a quarterback that's going to show that he has room to grow. But I think seven interceptions is probably where I'm going to lie here. This is definitely an offense that's going to try to push the ball, which is going to lead to touchdowns, but it's also going to lead to interceptions. I'm leaning with Rashada taking care of the ball enough to not really make those mistakes on a week-to-week basis. Or maybe he does, and he just gets lucky with some draft interceptions. But seven's my prediction. So, again, running through that, the best-case scenario for touchdowns is 25. The best case for interceptions is five interceptions. The worst case for touchdowns is 13. The worst case for interceptions is 13 as well. My prediction is 20 touchdown passes, and my prediction for interceptions is seven. One more time, thank you guys for tuning in. Wherever you get your podcasts, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications. Guys, we're right around the corner from training camp. Make sure that you hit subscribe on YouTube or wherever you're getting your podcast so you stay in touch with everything going on with the Sun Devils. Let's talk rushing. This is what I'm most excited for, as for Jaden Rashada. Jaden Rashada is truly a dual-threat quarterback. Now, he's not going to be a 1,000-yard rusher as a freshman. If he is, oh my God, Heisman contender. He's not going to be that. Heck, he might not even be like 500 yards because this is also going to be a quarterback that, if he is breaking the pocket, is going to be tackled for a loss. If he is trying to improvise, he's going to get sacked. I will tell you, of the three quarterbacks we have, if Jaden Rashana is the starter for 12 games, I would predict he gets sacked the most compared to the other two guys because he is young. And with that many sacks comes negative yards rushing, right, wrong, or indifferent. This is going to be the situation that I envision for the Sun Devils if he is sacked a lot, if he is tackled behind the line of scrimmage a lot. He's going to be on the lower end but maybe he still has quite a bit of success. Let's start with the best case scenario. I think best case scenario is 600 rushing yards and 10 touchdowns. This would be a mind-blowing season.
for Jane Rashada as a runner. Now, we've seen some very good mobile quarterbacks pretty much the last decade. Because even Mike Bercovici, the one year he was a starter, he still showed that he could move with his legs. He scored a handful of touchdowns on the ground. Taylor Kelly was a dual-threat quarterback. Manny Wilkins was a dual-threat quarterback. Jaden Daniels is a dual-threat quarterback. Last year was really the only season where you didn't get significant production from your quarterback as a runner, which is really weird because you had Emory Jones. But again, the sacks. He took a lot of sacks, and it took away all his yards. If Rashada is able to avoid a ton of sacks, and if he's able to just dominate as a runner the way I think he possibly can, then 600 yards feels like a best-case scenario for him, and 10 touchdowns feels like an unbelievable season. Now, with that in mind, if he's rushing for 600 yards and 10 touchdowns, that's absolutely going to take away from some of the production that the running backs are going to be giving you. That's going to subtract from what Cameron Scadaboo produces, what DeForest, uh, uh, DeCarlos, DeCarlos Brooks will give you, not DeForest, what DeCarlos Brooks will give you, what Tevin White and Jaden Jacobs will produce. It's going to take away from them. It's, it's not just going to be like this offense is going to rush for 3000 yards. It's going to subtract from them. He's not just going to rush for 600 yards, then Scadaboo runs for 13, 1400. Leave it out. In a worst case scenario, I still think he's going to get some yards. I'm putting him at 200, but I'm going to, same with the other two quarterbacks, I'm going to say zero touchdowns in a worst case scenario. This to me is just showing that he's going to need a lot of time to figure himself out. As a quarterback, this to me shows me that he's getting sacked a lot and it's taking away from the yards that he was able to rack up in a worst case scenario with 200 yards. You might even be able to go lower than that. Again, Emory Jones was less than 100 yards last year. And keep in mind that in 2021, Emory Jones led the Florida Gators in rushing with over 700 yards. We could be looking at another situation like that with Jaden Rashada if he is just sacked a lot and not given those opportunities to take off. I don't think that'll be the case, but it could be. My overall prediction, I'm going 400 rushing yards, four touchdowns. Very healthy rushing season. Very productive season. You would look at that, you'd be very happy with it. You would say that Rashada is showing that potential and that upside to be that dual threat quarterback. He is showing you that untapped potential of a guy who can really blossom into something special. That to me is probably right about where you're at. There's a guy who's tapping, barely scratching. That's the word scratching the surface of his overall potential. So we'll run through my best case scenarios, worst case scenarios and my predictions real quick, and then I'll wrap it up overall. As a passer, I think the best case scenario is 2,900 passing yards, 25 touchdowns against five interceptions, 600 yards on the ground, 10 touchdowns. In a worst case scenario, I'll say 2,000 passing yards, 13 touchdowns against 13 interceptions, 200 rushing yards, and zero touchdowns. And my overall prediction, if he is the starter for 12 games, is 2,400 yards, 20 touchdowns to seven interceptions. 400 yards rushing and four touchdowns. Now, 
I'm curious for anybody who was comparing and contrasting because I did this kind of purposefully to see if anybody would pick up on this. I am comparing Jaden Rashada's freshman season very, very closely to what the Sun Devils got out of Jaden Daniels as a freshman. There's a reason I tried to avoid bringing Daniels up throughout the entirety of the podcast, and it is because I feel they're very comparable guys. They're both taller, athletic, strong-armed quarterbacks who have the ability to break the pocket and beat you as a runner, but are also slight of frame, potentially going to be sacked a lot. Now, with Rashada, I did say there was going to be some more turnovers for him, but I also said there's going to be more passing yards and or uh, more passing touchdowns. If you compare my predictions to what Jane Daniels did, Daniels as a freshman threw for over 2,900 yards, I'm saying 2,400, but keep in mind, Jaden Daniels came into a much better situation at Arizona State than Jaden Rashad is coming into. This is a rebuilding program compared to Daniels was coming into year one of the Herm Edwards era. So different situations. Uh, he threw Jaden Daniels through 17 touchdowns against two interceptions. I'm saying 20 to seven. So I do think he's going to take some more chances, but I also think that he's going to throw some more touchdowns compared to what Daniels did. Yes, Daniels had Brandon Ayuk. But other than that, there wasn't too many weapons, I suppose. Like, there were there were good players. I'm not trying to say that. But there's definitely more weapons on this Kenny Dillingham team with Jalen Conyers, Elijah Badger, and everybody else. There's going to be more touchdowns there. Uh, I also think there's going to be more interceptions. Part of why Jaden Daniels didn't turn the ball over was he wasn't taking too, too many chances. He was safe more often than not. I think in a Kenny Dillingham offense, you're going to have a quarterback that pushes the ball down the field and that could lead to turnovers. As a runner, Jane Daniels ran for 355 yards and three touchdowns. Guess what? I'm predicting 400 yards, four touchdowns. I think they're going to be very, very similar. So comparing and contrasting Jaden Daniels to Jaden Rashada, if you guys didn't notice it, I'm going pretty similar on them. Now, I'm not trying to say you can copy-paste their seasons, but I do think that at the end of the day, we should be able to look at them similarly, and at a bare minimum, we can probably say that Jaden Daniels' freshman year is the blueprint of what we want to see for Jaden Rashada as a freshman. Jaden Daniels' freshman year is what we hope to see from Jaden Rashada. Maybe a little more growth, maybe maybe showing that upside kind of thing. Whatever you think of Jaden Daniels, because I know some people still don't like him. Whatever you think about him, remember he had one of the best freshman seasons across any position for the Sun Devils and was the first week one starter, a or, uh, first freshman week one starter at quarterback for the Sun Devils in the history of the program. Jaden Rashada would only be the second freshman to start week one if he's able to do so. And if he can replicate what Jaden Daniels put together as a freshman, you would be thrilled with that. Well, what do you guys think Jaden Rashad is going to do as a freshman? Do you like my stats? Do you think he's going to rush for more yards? Do you think he's going to score more touchdowns? Do you think he's going to light it up as a passer? Let me know in the comments on YouTube 
or hit me up on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Wherever you're getting your podcast, though, hit like, subscribe, and turn on those notifications. Again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. That's all that I got for you on today's edition of the podcast. Make sure you tune in next week as we start looking at camp battles and some overall storylines. Until next time, though, you keep it locked right here on Lock. 